So they blew the trumpets along with the korbanos in the base of Mikdash. So it's coming to tell us there's never going to be less than 21. It's never going to be less than 21 blasts of the trumpets. The Amosif in Arbaim Vishmana will never be more than forty-eight in a particular day. Vicholyam every day, Hayu Sham Esir Vachas Tikios Bimikdash. Every normal day throughout the year there are at least twenty-one. Why were there twenty-one? Shalosh the Ptikasharim, the three times we blew the Shaifar for the opening of the gates. The Tesha the Tamid Shoshakar, you blew nine more times for the Korban Tamid in the morning. The Tesha the Tamid Shoban Arbaim and nine times for the Korban Tamid in the afternoon. Okay, so that's what you got. 9 plus 9 plus 3, you got 21. That's an average day throughout the year. They blew 21 times. Korban Tamin, Korban Tamin, Psich Hashem. Umusafin, when there's a Korban Musaf, Haimosif and Otesha, there's automatically 9 more. So on a Shabbos, you're going to have 30 because you still have the Korban Tamin in the morning, Korban Tamin in the afternoon, Psich Hashem. And now you have 9 more of the Korban Musaf, so you go from 21 to 30. Uve Erev Shabbos, Haimosif and Shesh. It was an Erev Shabbos, they had 6 extra blasts. Um, six of them were to get the um, community, the, to get the, uh, the, the community, I guess, to stop their work. And the next one to be to tell them when Shabbos is starting. So this is the recipe we got. Shabbos is nine more, and Erev Shabbos is six more. Erev Shabbos but we said that 48 is the most. When is that? That's Erev Shabbos in middle of Sukkot. Erev Shabbos in middle of Sukkot. Why? Hayusham Arbayim Vishmona. You had 48 total blasts. How do you get 48 total blasts? Well, you have three for opening the gates. But don't forget, they blew the shofar when they were doing that marching from Shar Nikonor out to the eastern gate. So you have three at the Shar Elyon, and three for the Shar Tacht when they got to the eastern gate. Again, you'll notice here, it doesn't mention the three you do on the 10th step, which the Gemara itself will ask, but only mentions three at the top gate and three at the bottom gate. Three more blasts for filling of the water. Three more when they're standing on top of the Mizbeach. And this has nothing to do with the water. I think this has to do with the Aravos and the Oshanas, etc. And then, And then, so again, you're putting the full combination. You have the six for Erev Shabbos. You have the 21 for every regular day. So you already have 27 um, off the bat over here. But then you have to add in um, the special ones you have for Sukkot. Um, so you also have a Korban Musaf that day. So you have uh, 21 plus six for Erev Shabbos. So you're up to 27 plus nine for the Korban Musaf, which means you're up to 36. And then you have 12 special ones that you do on Sukkot, right? You have three at the upper gate, three at the lower gate, three from filling of the water, and three on top of the Mizbech. So that's how you get the 48. Okay, so those numbers make sense to us. They make perfect sense to me, right? 21 for regular day, six for Arab Shabbos, nine for the Korban Musaf, and 12 special ones for Sukkot, the sum total of which is 48 total blasts. And that's the largest we amount we have. And the Gemara, obviously, if you remember, is going to challenge this and say that there seems to be some other times that we do more, or some other times we also do 48, then that's going to be the fun we're going to have in their Gemara. But ultimately, that's what we have. 21 is the lowest, and 48 is going to be the highest. Here we go. Masnisen delo Yehuda. Our mission is clearly not like Rebbe Yehuda. 
Why? The Tanya, Behuda Aimer, Hapoiches Lo Yifchos Misheva, Fa Moisev Lo Yosef Al Sheshesrei. When he lists his list of what's the sm- smallest amount of blast that you have, and the most amount you have, he says, don't do less than seven, and don't do more than 16. So our list was 21 and 48. His list is 7 and 16. So clearly our Mishnah is not like a Mishnah. So Gemara said, but my commitment, what exactly are they arguing about that we have in our Mishnah 21 and 48 and he has 7 and 16? So Behuda Savar, Tkia, Trua, Tkia, Achasi. They're not really arguing so much. They're just arguing in semantics that he says, though, by the way, a Tkia, Trua, Tkia is not three blasts, it's one blast. So you just basically, you know, do the math, it's divided by three. Rabbanan say, no, each and every blast is, so to speak, numbered separately. The tekiah stands on its own, and the trua stands on its own. My time, Rabbi Yehuda, what's the reason for Rabbi Yehuda that he sees the tekiah, true tekiah, counting as one set, as one number? Amar Kra, he says it's based on a Pasuk. Utikatem trua. Right? You should do a tekiah trua. But in the Pasuk puts it together, it seems to say they're one thing. Let's get the parentheses. Rabbanan Rabbanan say, no, no, that Pasuk has nothing to do with how to count it. It's simply coming to tell us that every time you blow a tekiah, um, every time you blow a truah, sorry, it has to have a tekiah before and after. Right? We know you have to blow truahs, but the point is, is you need to have a tekiah before the truah and a tekiah after the truah. That's what the Pasuk tells us. It's not telling us how to count it, that it counts as one blast. It's rather coming to tell us the halacha that we need to know that every time you do a trua, you have to have a tekiah before and after. So now, what's the reason for the Rabbanan? They say they count it as three separate blasts. and my time mayo. What's the reason for the Rabbanan that when they have a tekiah, true tekiah counts as three separate blasts? The chsiv uvahakil es kahal tisku When you gather together, again, there's nothing to do with uh, korbanos, talking about gathering together Klai Yisrael, but still, we see in the context of that Pasuk, it says when you gather together the nation, do a Tkiah and don't do a Trua. If you want to tell me that Tkiah Trua, so to speak, are always one, they're always a unit, so Amar Rahman Apalga the Mitzvah Avi, Apalga Lo Avi, would Hashem tell Moshe Rabbein to do half a Mitzvah, not the other half of a Mitzvah? According to Behuda, they're inherently a unit with each other, a Tkiah Trua go together. So you wouldn't have a time that Hashem says to Moshe, by the way, do half of that mitzvah, don't do the other half of the mitzvah. It doesn't make any sense, unless you actually see each and every blast that we do is independent of the other. So from the fact that by the gathering of Chai Yisrael, Hashem said, do a Tkiah and not a Trua, we see Tkiah Trua are not one unit with each other. Very good. Um, how does Behuda get out of that, though? Because he does say they are one mitzvah. Rabbanans say, no, it's not talking about Korbanas at all. It's just a simon that he, he's telling them to gather together. There's no real halachic meaning for what he do. It's just a, a symbolic way to gather together the nation. Rabbanans argue back and say, no. In the end of the day, yes, it's symbolic, but if Hashem told you to do it as a mitzvah, and if he told you to do a mitzvah, and he only told you to do half of it, clearly each piece of it is its own independent mitzvah. Okay. That's what we have so far. We have machloikas between but ultimately they're not really arguing, they're just arguing in, the, in how to call it, that Rabbi Yehuda says that since a tekiah, true tekiah is really only one set, the lowest is seven, the highest is sixteen, but in our Mishnah, where we're assuming that each and every blast, within even, within even a tekiah, true tekiah, the tekiah, true tekiah is three, so the numbers add up to higher, the lowest is twenty-one, and the highest is forty-eight. Okay, you all have your screens on. Thumbs up so far, or please ask questions. Good. Phenomenal. Baruch Hashem. Says the Gemara Vaita. Kiman Azlahada Amar of Kahana. Ain bin Tekia Lechua Veloklum. We have a line that says in a Brisa, there's no difference at all between a Tekia and a Trua. 
at all. So Kaman, it's Rabbi Yehuda. It seems to be Rabbi Yehuda that says they count as one unit. Rashi says, V'lo kolom, lo haya mafsik beintayim elekedeinashima. I mean, you wouldn't, the, again, I'm not getting too much into the halachas of how to blow shofar, but there's a lot of discussion on how to blow shofar in terms of um, when you do a tki on a truah, or a shvarim truah, or a shvarim, do you breathe in between or not? Um, and so the question is, you know, how close they have to be with each other. But we have over here, he says here, that you only have to do an ashima. It's a small breath, but you continuously blow. You know, continuously blow. They have to be as close together as possible. So who is that like, that we care to have the kia true mamish together? If it's the Yehuda that says they're one unit. So it says in Shita, that, that's obvious that fits with his shita and doesn't fit with the, with the other shita. So Shmur says back, You might have thought to say, I feel the Karabana. It even fits with the Rabbanan Shita um, to say that they count as one. And we would want to try to say Ryokhana is wrong. Because Ryokhana is a very extreme Shita. He holds, they don't have to be together at all. They actually could be, if you heard nine blasts of the shofar at nine hours of the day, you're technically Yotze. It's spread out the entire day. Kamash Malan is coming to teach us that no, they have to be closer together. So, in second, let's just remind ourselves what's going on over here. We have a Behuda Shita that's Kiyachua Mamish one. You have a, the opposite extreme, Rabbi Yochanan Shita, you can listen to nine blasts throughout the day. And then you have the Chachamim somewhere in between that they don't have to be Mamish one, but they have to be close with each other. So, we have a Brisa that says that the Kiyachua has to be one with each other. We said we assume that fits with Rabbi Yehuda who holds that Kiyachua are Mamish one. And now that the Chachamim hold they could be a little bit apart. To which Morris says back, no, it's not, not, it's not a, going against Rabbanon, it's going against Rabbi Yochanan, who says it could be nine hours of the day. Yeah, Rafi, you have a question? Yeah. Didn't we just say that Rabbi Yehuda was just a simon, like it was just a simon, or, you know, it wasn't a halachic ramification of grouping them all in as one? So. Right now, are we saying that it does have to be done at one time? Or is that just a different. So, so we're, in, in, it seems to be in this detail of. How closely you need to blow them together, he is saying a little bit different than the Chachamim, that they have to be more um, time wise, snugly put together. When, when I said in the Mishnah, there's no real difference, is that they both agree how many blasts you have to blow. The question is, how do you count it? But at the end of the day, um, yes, they agree with the amount of blasts you have to blow, but there is a small machlokis between Yehuda and the Chachamim when you do blow those blasts, how snugly fit together, you know, how tightly fit together the blasts have to be. So the Yehuda says it'll be the mamish together. The Chama says it'll be a little bit apart. So the Gemara is trying to argue and say maybe when it says over here that Tkiya true are one, it's not saying like Rabbi Yehuda, maybe it's saying like the Chachamim, that they have to be somewhat together as opposed to Rabbi Yochanan Shita, they're totally apart. So it says the Gemara, Ve'ema hachinami. So the Gemara says, if so, you had a nice suggestion. Maybe it is like the Chachamim, and it's just saying that they can't be nine hours of the day, and they have to be somewhat together. Where it says, no, that's not true. Im came my So at the end of the day, we're not going to say that it's coming to say like the Chachamim because it says the words Velo Klum. Velo Klum say like they're mamish together, no break whatsoever. The words Velo Klum seem to indicate very clearly, more like Rabbi Shita, that they're very, very tightly together, the Kia and the Trua. Okay. Says the more about the Erev Shabbos of Selchachag, the Ilu, the Maila Asiris Loktani. Basically, he said, so meanwhile, before the Ramadan season, but the period. So when we listed off the forty-eight um, on the Erev Shabbos of Sukkot, we said twenty-one regular, nine for the Musaf, six for Erev Shabbos, 
and 12 for Sukkot. But when it listed off the 12 for Sukkot, it listed off the three blasts of the shofar at the Shar Nicanor. And then it mentions the three blasts of the shofar at the Eastern Gate, but does not mention the three blasts of the shofar on the 10th step. And we know from the previous Mishnah that you would do that. So what happened to that? So it says the Gemara, doesn't say anything about the blast of the shofar on the 10th step. So it says the Gemara, our Mishnah is who? Our Mishnah is that, this current Mishnah, Rabbi Lezabin Yaakov, the Tanya, Shalosh Lemaila series. Rabbi Lezabin Yaakov Omer, Shalosh Al Gabi Mizbech. So it's fascinating that, yes, in our previous Mishnah, we did say they blew the show for three times on the 10th step. We even discussed in the Gemara, what is the 10th step? Is it 10 steps down on the 5th step? Or is it 5 steps down on the 10th step? But that is not Rabbi Lezabin Yaakov's sheet. Rabbi Lezabin Yaakov argues and says they did not blow the show for on the 10th step at all. Rather, they blew three blasts of the shofar on top of the Mizbech. So what comes out is that we're not going to get the 51 Mimanov Shach, because either you hold, like our previous Mishnah, they blew, blew it three times on the 10th step, and then that sheet that holds, they did not blow on top of the Mizbech, or you hold, like our current Mishnah, like Rebbe Yaakov, that says you, throw, you blow it three times on top of the Mizbech, but you do not blow on the 10th step. But the number still will be 48, but an interesting machlok is how to count that 48 is the machlok between the Chachamim and Rebbe Yaakov, what to do with the last three. Okay, so says the Gemara Viter. Ha'aymer Lamaila series, the one who says that you blow the tenth step, Eino Omer Gamizbeach, hold you do not blow the shofar on top of the Mizbeach. Ha'aymer Gamizbeach, Eino Omer Lamaila series, the one who says you blow it on top of the Mizbeach, hold you do not blow the tenth step. Okay, now my time at the Rosman Yaakov. What is the rationale of the Rosman Yaakov that holds that you do not blow it on the tenth step and rather you blow it on top of the Mizbeach? So the answer is, Kevin the Tuck of the Psicha Sharim. Lamaila Asiris Lamali. Since you already blew, you, since all the blowings you've been doing have been at gates, then what is it with this, um, I'm going to use a word, random blowing on the 10th step? It's, just, it's not a gate. Everything else has been gates. It's more logical to assume that all the blowing will have to be at the gate, and therefore it doesn't make sense to be blowing on the 10th step. So Lamali did talk, why did you blow the one on the 10th step? High Lav Sharu. It's not a gate at all. Hilkach Agam Adiv, and therefore I favor saying to blow it on top of the Mizbech instead when it has to come to the process of the Arava. Okay, so that's the rationale of Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov. Says more back, Rabbanon, why did Rabbanon say that no, not on top of Mizbech, rather you blow it on the 10th step? Rabbanon Savri came into Tuck on the Milu Yimayim, Agam Mizbech Lamali. He says all the other fillings up that we're doing have to do with something to do with water and filling water, and the 10th step would be included in that. Why, um, why would you say to do it on top of Mizbeach, which has no shaykh is what we're talking about. Hilkach Lamayla, serious other, and therefore doing it on the 10th step is better. Okay. Ki asa rav acha barchanina midroma. When acha barchanina came from the south, aisi masnisa biyadeh, he came with a brice in hand, and he said as follows, when Aaron kohanim, yisku bechatsrotsos, the, when, when Bnei Aaron and the Kohanim came, they would blow their Chatzotzos. You don't have to say Yisku. We already had a prophet who previously told us they would blow their chauffeurs when it comes to the Avodah. already established, this is, or I believe it's later, but it already established, it's yes, two Pesachim later, but we already have a Pesach that will spell out explicitly that you're going to blow the chauffeur when you bring your korbanas. So what's this extra pasuk that says Bnei Aaron Kohanim Yisku v'Chatzotzotz? Umal Yisku. So what are we learning from the fact that it says Yisku? Hakol l'fiyamu safin taikin. You always blow according to the musafim. What in the world does that mean? Hu tani love hu amar He taught us this brisa and he explained it. 
Lomar shetoykin al komos of a musaf. It teaches us that you blow an extra nine blasts for every korban musaf. So again, this is throwing in a little bit of a wrench. We'll see later on the Gemara. We don't paskin like this, but at this stage right now, we establish in our Mishnah that by the way, when there's a korban musaf, you add nine. The assumption at the time was is that no matter how many korban musafs you have, you only add nine total. He's saying now with this brisa in hand that we have a source that indicates that every single Musaf you blow nine. So if you had more than one Korban Musaf, again, if it would be Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, you would have 18 just for the Korban Musafs. If it's going to be um, Rosh Hashanah that falls down on Shabbos, you're going to have uh, just for the Korban Musaf, you're going to have 27 because you have the regular um, Rosh Hashanah Korban Musaf, the Rosh Chodesh Korban Musaf, the Shabbos Korban Musaf. And we'll discuss this more at length right now, but at least we're bringing a new sheet on the table that every single um, individual korban musaf throughout the day gets his own nine blasts. Okay? Lomar should take in al kol musaf and musaf. Tanan. Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos, 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 you should rather list off Shabbos that's in the middle of the Chag because you'll get to 51. Now let us try offhand to do the math ourselves. Why do we do that? So we're going to have 21 for every single day. We're going to have 12 that are special for Sukkot. So 21 plus 12 is going to be 33. And now it's actually quite simple. And now you have two Korban Musafs, which is 18 more. That's going to get to 51. So we said the highest is 48, when if we are going to accept what we just taught, that every single Korban Musaf is nine more, then why are you bothering with Erev Shabbos on the Chag, and you get up to 48, do Shabbos itself, and you're going to get up to, um, you're going to get up to, um, to 51. It's actually very simple math, because all you have to do is take out the six special ones for Erev Shabbos, and put in nine more for the special Korban, for the extra Korban Musaf. So that's how you get, you know, three more than Erev Shabbos. So again, the math is 51. So Amr of Zera, so what's going on over here? Why did I manage to list off 48 is the highest, 51 is the highest? So Amr of Zera, the fisha ain't token of psicha sharim b'shabbos. So if Zera comes along and says, oh, I forgot to tell you. When it's Shabbos, you don't blow the show for, for psicha sharim. So we have to take off three. The, the, the standard that we said that every single day there's always 21, because three of those 21 are opening of the gates. When, when it's Shabbos, you don't blow for opening the gates. So remove those three, and now we go back down from 51 to 48. Okay? So Amar Rava, man ha delochash lekimchach. So Rava comes along with this insult, basically, and says, who's the one who doesn't care to grind his flour properly? Which basically means that, that that's not a good answer to say and simply you know, pull out and say, no, 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 on Shabbos, we don't, we don't blow for opening the gates. Chana, First of all, it's not a good answer because we said every single day there's 21 and every single day we blow for the Pesach Hasharim. No indication at all that on Shabbos you wouldn't do it. And even if you be right, and this is in theoretic, theoretically, I mean, he's not accepting what you just said that uh, we don't blow for opening the gates. But even if you be right that we don't blow for opening the gates and now we're even lower the number to 48, well, now we have two things on the table that are 48. We have Erev Shabbos of the Sukkot, that's 48, and we have Shabbos of Sukkot, that's 48. Says the Gemara, I would actually prefer to write Shabbos 
on Sukkot more than writing Erev Shabbos on Sukkot. So I still don't know why we didn't list off Shabbos on Sukkot. And I'll spell out why it's better, it's more of a Chiddush to write Shabbos on Sukkot. So even, so again, for Oid, first one is for Oid, Inami Kadaninu, even if you can tell me they're like each other, they're both 48, Erev Shabbos on Sukkot, and Shabbos itself on Sukkot, Listni Shabbos Besoch HaChag, Hayyushamar Boim Vishwana, I would list off that Shabbos on the Chag is 48, the Shamas Minatartik, because you get two lessons from that. Shmas minod Rabbi Elazar Yaakov. First of all, you learn like Rabbi Elazar Yaakov that the you blow three times on the mizbeach and not three times on the tenth step. Vishmas minod Rabbi Acha Barchanina. We also learn Rabbi Acha Barchanina's lesson that you blow nine times for every korban musaf. So we get two valuable lessons out of it that you would not get if you spoke about erev Shabbos of the Chag. So again, let me just remind us where we are, and we'll get this very clear. We said our mission of the highest is forty-eight. The Gemara comes along with Rav Acha Barchanina's statement that you blow the, the, the trumpets nine times for every Korah Musaf. To which Gemara says, one second, then there's 51 on Shabbos of Sukkot. Why, why list off the 48 air of Shabbos of Sukkot? List off the 51 of Shabbos itself. To which Gemara answers back, no, 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 take out three from Shabbos because you don't blow three times for the opening of the gates. The Gemara says back to that, first of all, that's not true. We do blow three times for the opening of the gates and therefore we're still a 51. And then he says, and theoretically, even if you would take out those three, and both of them are 48, I would prefer the Mishnah to list off Shabbos on, on, on Sukkot and not Erev Shabbos on Sukkot because Shabbos on Sukkot has two Chidushim. The Chidush that we pass in like Rebbe Yaakov that we don't blow on the 10th step and rather we blow on Tamil Zbeach and the Chidush of, of Chanina or Acher Bar Chanina that we blow nine times for each Musaf whereas only listing off the 48th of Erev Shabbos we only get one Chidush which is Rebbe Yaakov's Chidush but we don't get the Chidush of nine for every Korah Musaf. So, Ella, Amarava. So, therefore, we have to figure out this Shabbos on Sukkot thing, why it's not listed. We have no good answer yet why we didn't list it if it's really 51. So, Ella, Amarava, Lefisha, ain't token the Milui Mayim Bishabbos, the Batsri Tuva. So, he says, no, no, no. We're not taking out the three for opening the gates. We're taking out all of them that are related to filling of the water. And then you have a lot that you have to subtract. The Batsri Tuva. Batsri Tuva means you have to take out a lot. And therefore, it's not 48 at all. It's not at all near the 48 of Erev of, of Sukkot, Erev Shabbos on Sukkot. Okay? That's a good answer now. So you don't have to take out the three to get it from 51 to 48. You have to take out all of them that are related to filling of the water. So you're going to take out at least at least nine. So again, 51 minus nine will be, you know, 40, uh, 42. So 42 is way less than 48, and therefore the highest is still 48. Okay, so now the Gemara is going to try another attempt to get a number that's higher than 48. But why don't you also list, actually, sorry, not more, but they'll be the same. Why not list Rosh Hashanah that falls on Shabbos? Because you have three Korban Musas when Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos. Musaf to Rosh Hashanah, Musaf to Rosh Chodesh, and Musaf to Shabbos. So again, if you do the math, this is actually the easiest math. There's 21 every single day, and on Rosh Hashanah that falls on Shabbos, there's three Korban Musas, so three times nine is 27. 27 plus 21 is 48. So it's very simple. So why are we only listing off in our Mishnah 48 on Erev, Shabbos, on Sukkot, list off the 48 of Rosh Hashanah that falls on Shabbos. So answers the Gemara, Erev, Shabbos, Shabbos, Chag, Yaakov. He says, no, no. Yes, you're right. There's two things that are 48, but we prefer to list off the 48 of Erev, Shabbos, and Sukkot because at least we get to learn the Chiddush of Elizabeth Yaakov that we don't blow on the, ninth, on the 10th step and we only blow on top of the Zbeach. Now, says the Gemara, a very simple question. Atu. Mika Amar listni ha, v'lo listni ha. Listni ha, v'lo listni ha. Okay, we have two things that are 48. 
We have Erev Shabbos on Sukkot, and we have Shana that falls on Shabbos. And we explain very nicely, the Gemara is saying very nicely why if we have to choose one, we chose Erev Shabbos of Sukkot more than Rosh Hashanah, because the Rosh Hashanah one doesn't teach us any Chedushim, and the Erev Shabbos on Sukkot teaches us the Chedush of Rebbe ben Yaakov, that we blow on top of the bed, not on the 10th step. But ask the Gemara, who said you can only list one and not the other one? List both. List that there are two times a year, or two times ever, that we have 48 blasts. One of them is Erev Shabbos on Sukkot, and one of them is when Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos. So it says the Gemara, Tan of Ishayar. Tan of Ishayar, are we doing 755? Let's get this done. Tan of Ishayar is a, a rule that sometimes Tanayim give lists, but they don't give comprehensive lists. Okay? So what the Gemara is answering is, yeah, yeah, there's more than one time we have 48. We have Erev Shabbos on Sukkot, and we have Rosh Hashanah that falls on Shabbos. But Tan of Ishayar is not, it's not a comprehensive list, so therefore we only list one. To which the Gemara is going to ask that we only do Tan of Ishayar when there's at least two things left off the list. We don't go ahead and give everything minus one. So right now, we only have two total things, and we're saying, Tan of Ishayar. The Gemara is going to ask, my Shire, the high Shire, what else is left off that we listed only one, and we're leaving off Rosh Hashanah that falls on Shabbos. Right? That makes sense? What's what we're going to ask right now? So ask the Gemara, my Shire, the high Shire. So you're answering me, the reason why our mission doesn't list off Rosh Hashanah and Shabbos is because we're, we're, the list is not comprehensive. Well, what else is left off the list that we're saying this is a Tan of Shire? So says the Gemara, Shire Erev Pesach. The left off Erev Pesach, um, that is also 48. Now, um, if I remember correctly, the way you get to 48 in Erev Pesach, let's see if I could do this, is that you have 21 of every single day, and then there are 29, 20, sorry, 27 more blasts for the three shifts of the Corbin Pesach. That's what it was, exactly. So you have 21 of every normal day, but Erev Pesach, you also have nine more for the three shifts of the Corbin Pesach. I'm actually wondering a question right now. We mentioned that in Erev Shabbos, you blow the shofar six times, one to stop people from working and the other one to tell them when Shabbos starts. Did they not blow the six blasts in Erev Yontif? Yeah. Why, when um, they made the answer that uh, you know, oh, we took away three because they don't do that on Arab, I mean, on Shabbos of Sukkot. Why didn't they give that same answer that like all of a sudden you have nine less because you're not doing any? Of the okay, good, good question. Five. So the, the the main reason why they were bothered by that was is that we made a statement that there's always twenty one every single day ever. There's twenty one, three for opening of the gates. No one ever said that the the, the special bla- the special once a year blast that you do for the filling of the water also happens on Shabbos. There's no indication of that, and therefore it's not hard for us to adjust that. But to go ahead and play around with like it would be like me saying to you, by the way, that we, we don't dive in chakras on Shabbos. Like what, what, <laughs> that's something that we do every single day. We wouldn't say such an extreme thing. So I, I believe that's the answer. Yeah, but my my question right now is, we're saying that there's 48 total on erev Pesach. 21 of every regular day, and then 27 for the Korban Pesach, the three shifts of Korban Pesach. I'm just wondering why why aren't there six more for Erev Yantiv, unless they don't do it in Erev Yantiv. I don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm not an expert on this. But it seems to be a fair question. Uh, connected to the Korbanos, or is that just totally separate? That's just... Well, but we, we, used, in the, we used in the count of, of the 48 on, on, uh, on, on Erev Shabbos, of, of Sukkot, so why would we not use it here? Unless we, unless we only do it on Erev... Um, Shabbos and not Erev Yontif, which I think would be surprising to me. Okay, I'll try. To, I'll try to look that up. Fine. Either way, um, it's fifty-eight, but let's try to get to um, the two dots right here. 
So says the Gemara, if you're going to say the reason why, then the extra... Um, that's, that's later in the Gemara. It's not relevant right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I saw. I saw. I saw. You got excited about it. Yeah. Well, I'll check it out. But I, it's, I mean, it's not going. It's not in this Gemara. Okay. Um, okay. Fine. So it says the Gemara. Fine. So the extra thing that's left off is Erev Pesach. So it says the Gemara. Imishim Erev Pesach Lav Shiruhu. So says the Gemara, no, because on Erev Pesach they never blew 48. In theory, there's 48 blasts of the show on Erev Pesach because you have 21 of every day and then you have three shifts of nine because they had to accommodate all the people that had to be in the current Pesach on Erev Pesach. But we have a testimony from a Yehuda. They never did all 27 because most of the saw rushed to get theirs in early in the day and they were part of the first two groups and therefore they certainly did 18. But before they got to finish all nine blasts of the third group, everyone in saw had to finish doing the Avoda and they just stopped blowing early. So he's just kind of giving a testimony over here that if it, it just never practically happened. They did all 27 extra ones in Erev Pesach and therefore it doesn't count. So I thought I, I would think you'd be able to say it and say it's forty eight regardless. We don't care if you actually ended up doing it. It's a forty eight day. But you say no, you can't list it because they never actually got the forty eight because they always stopped blowing early in the third set of nine, and therefore they're always short of forty eight. So it says the more the following question. If you don't mind me just trying to get to the two dots. So it says one second. One second over here, and this is a great kasha if you're following holding cup because we're doing chazarate, so we did the whole thing today. We, the very first line of our gemara after the last mishnah was the highest is forty eight and the lowest is 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 twenty one. This is not like Rabbi Yehuda who says that the lowest is seven, the highest is sixteen, and now we're saying no, no, no. Our mishnah is like Rabbi Yehuda that says they never managed to finish all twenty seven extra blasts on erev pesach. So are we going like Rabbi Yehuda? We're not going like Rabbi Yehuda. Because we, we need to pull out Rabbi Huda from our back pocket right now to explain, um, to say right now that Erev Pesach is not 48. But we already established earlier, our mission is not like Rabbi Huda because Rabbi Huda holds the highest of 16 and the lowest of 7. So says the Gemara, V'dil tana la So says the Gemara back now, because maybe our Tana holds Rabbi Huda on one Nekuda, doesn't hold like, like another Nekuda, which is not a steer at all. We ourselves, our Mishnah could say we don't like hold like Rabbi Huda when it comes to the counting of the blast. It's 48 and 21. But we do hold like Rabbi Yehuda that says they never got to 48 in Erev Pesach. So Ella, my shayr the high shayr, but at the end of the day, we have, the Erev Pesach is out, because they never got to 48, so we're still left with the question from the bottom of an olive of, we only have two things right now that are 48, Erev Shabbos of Sukkot, and, um, and Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos. But you can't leave out Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos unless there's two things you're leaving off the list. So says the Gemara, what is the extra thing that's off the list? So says the Gemara, Erev Pesach Shechalios Erev Shabbos, he says, no, the case of 48 is going to be Erev Pesach that falls out on Shabbos. Because you take out 6 and you put in 6. Meaning, because yes, according to Behuda, there's 6 of the final 9 blasts that you don't get to do because they finish early. So therefore, in an, Erev, in an average Erev Pesach, it's going to be 21 regular, but not plus 27. It's only plus 21 more, which is 42 total. But don't forget, it's Erev Shabbos, so you add six more, 
for Erev Shabbos. So therefore, you get the 48. Which, again, this is clearly saying it's only Erev Shabbos that you blow the shofar six times and not an Erev Yontif, which I think is fascinating. But at the end of the day, what we're holding right now, let's just stop. I think I'm glad we got to these two dots. Is that there's three times a year that you could have 48. One of them is Erev Shabbos um, uh, of Sukkot. One of them is Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos. And the third one is Erev Shabbos of Pesach. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Erev Pesach that falls on Shabbos. Let me, get, let me get that right. There are three, and therefore, why don't we list all three? We say Tan of Ishire, because we're only listing one, but we're not going to list the other two. Whew! Shkayach.